Sunday morning, you're listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio, here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer. Access previous podcasts of this broadcast, or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes. There is also information to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, or even sponsor this show. Visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We would love to hear from you. honest there are days in our lives when it feels like we are utterly abandoned totally alone standing without any help on our side when it seems like we pray to God and the prayers hit the ceilings and they bounce down unheard and unanswered unattended to there are days when you want to cry like the prophet that I only I am left all alone to defend the gospel of Christ and God has to remind you that he has a remnant of people all across the earth that have never bowed their knee to idol gods or worship the gods of this world. I am so grateful that I don't have to just be governed by what I feel. As a matter of fact, most times I have to throw my feelings out the window and be governed by what the word of the Lord says. It gets right down to the matter of what did the Lord say? What has he spoken into your heart? What has he promised you? And has he ever not come through? through on what he has said to you. If you can look back over his track record and tell me a time when he didn't come through for you, if you can point to a place in your life where God has abandoned or forsaken you, then we can throw the whole gospel out the window. Either it is true from Genesis to Revelations or it's not true at all. His word is absolute. His truth is eternal and he guards his word to perform it. God is who he said he is. God will do what he said he would do, and he is faithful to his promises. I thank God for the encouraging word this morning that we are not forgotten. If you look in Isaiah chapter 49, beginning at verse number uh, 15, the Bible says, can a woman forget her sucking child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb. Yea, they may forget, yet will I never forget you. Behold, I have graven you upon the palms of my hands. Thy walls are continually before me. Those same two verses in the Message Bible, they say, can a woman forget the infant at her breast? Walk away from the baby she bore, but even if mothers forget, I'd never forget you, never. Look, I've written your names on the backs of my hands. God has promised that he will never forget us. And that is just one verse. There are many verses throughout the entire scripture where God has reinforced and promised us that he does not forget us. 
And I am so grateful that he does not have the limited capacity of a natural man, but he is the God of all flesh. He said, I am the Lord and that is my name. Aren't you so glad that you serve a God who stands emphatically upon his word and says, I am the Lord and that is my name. And he says he won't share his glory or give his honor to another, but he will not forget you. There are things in the scriptures that you can wonder at. There are things that may cause your heart to pause and things that you will contemplate until you see Jesus. But there are other things that you just got to know. And that is that God has not forgotten you. I don't care how dark the day, how deep the valley, how long the affliction, how desperate the circumstance. I don't care how much it feels like you are all alone. You take God at his word. This is a time when you go by not what you feel, not what you see, not what you hear, but what did the Lord say? He said, I will not ever, no, never leave you nor forsake you. And I will not forget you. I have carved you on the palm of my hand. You are ever before me. You are the apple of my eye. Let's look at this thing. Do you think that the great God of glory would have wrapped himself up in the body of a fleshly man to come down and redeem creation from its sin and then forget you? You think he would have hung on the cross and suffered, bled, and died for your sins and then forget you? You think he would have went to that great a length to redeem you only to forget you? That's just not going to happen. When you have great stake into a thing, then you're more apt to be attentive to that which you have suffered for, that you have sacrificed for. He gave his all for you. He gave his son for you. He, in the form of Jesus, gave his life for you. He will not ever forget you. I don't care what it feels like. I don't care what it looks like. You take God at his word. He said, I will not ever, no, never forget you. I have carved you in the palm of my hand that I will always keep you in remembrance. Many are the thoughts that God thinks toward you. Great is the sum of his thoughts toward you, more numerous than the sand of the sea. And he said, I will not ever forget. He can't forget you because you're always on his mind. He can't forget you because his mind is filled with thoughts of you. I am so grateful that God thinks about me day and night, night and day without ceasing. He knows my name. I am ever before him. I'm written on the palm of his hand. In Isaiah 49, he gives the analogy of a woman who is nursing a young child. You know, if you've ever nursed a child, if you've ever been around a woman who is nursing a child, there's not many hours that go by in a day that she is not ever mindful of the child that she is nursing. Even if she wanted to forget. Her breasts remind her that she's nursing a child and she's got to be attentive to the child that she is nursing. If the child is not crying for her, her body is reminding her that she's got to attend to the child that she is nursing. And he says, so unlikely it would be that a nursing mother would forget her child. But the truth is, it is possible there are some bad apples among mothers that will forget their children. There are some 
that will defy nature and forget their their newborn, the one that they birthed. There are some that will neglect their children. He said it is rare, but it is possible for a nursing mother to forget her child. But let me tell you, I am so much greater than the mother that's nursing her child. I do not have the capacity to forget those that I have birthed into the kingdom of God. It's not likely that a nursing mother would forget her child, but it is possible, but it is utterly impossible, cannot happen that I would ever forget those that I have birthed into the kingdom of my dear son. He has translated you out of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son, and he will not ever forget you. Even in Isaiah 44, he says, you are my servant. O Israel, you shall not be forgotten of me. You will never be forgotten. You are my servant. I have called you my servant. I have blotted out as a thick cloud your transgressions and as a cloud your sins. He has forgiven our sins and he has uh, redeemed us from the hand of destruction. We can never run away from him who has pardoned such great faults as we have committed. And I am so grateful that he looks beyond a million faults every day in our lives. He never forgets us. It looks like, you know, he hasn't answered your prayer. It looks like time has elapsed and he has forgotten your circumstance. It seems like he has not heard the cry that you have made in his presence, but be very sure that your cry has come before his ears and he is attentive to the plight of his people. He has despised Patched his angels and given them charge over you. They guard you. They watch over you. They encamp around you, protecting you, shielding you, keeping you. He gives you signs and wonders to show you in the natural what he is doing in the supernatural. He is working together everything in your life intricately together for your good that he might exact and perform his will in your life. God is so faithful and so wonderful. He even reminds us, not only did he go through such great lengths to save you and to redeem you and to blot out your transgressions, not only did he transfer you into the kingdom of his dear son, not only did he pluck you out of obscurity and rescue you from destruction, but he says, I had this thing planned long before you were ever born. In Jeremiah 1, he says, I knew you before you were even formed in your mother's womb, and he telling you that I had a plan for you and I had designs on your life and I had already laid out my will for you, written it down in the heavens. I knew what you would be. I sanctified you. I called you. I set you apart from my use long before you were ever born, long before your mother was even born. I knew you would be born to her. I knew who your father would be. I knew the family you would exist in. Some of you wonder, I don't know my father. I'm not close to my mother. I don't know where I belong. But listen, in the natural, you might have some breaches in your family. In the natural, you might have some longing for family connection. But in the supernatural, God knew you long before you were ever born and he chose you. Isn't that the great mystery of it all? He chose you. I know you think you went to a church meeting on a Saturday night, on a Sunday morning, and the pre- 
preacher said something that just ignited a faith in your spirit. The singer sung a song that hit you just right and you chose God. But the truth is you didn't choose him. He chose you and he did it long before you were ever born. And then he caused the cosmos to come together, the days to align and the events in your life to come to pass so that you would come to the place where you would know he chose you and you would accept the choice that he made of you and you would say yes to his will and then he makes you think you chose him but the truth of the matter is you didn't choose him he chose you you think it's great that you love him the mystery is that he loves you great is the love of God that he has demonstrated to us what manner of love is this I mean think about it one such as God loves one such as you and I it's a mystery in and of itself God has set his affection upon us and loves us with an everlasting perfect love he will not forget you he went to great lengths to redeem you he goes to great lengths to keep you and to bless you and he will never no not ever will he ever forget you in Luke 12 and 6 he says you can buy five sparrows for two pennies and not one of them is forgotten by God in other words sparrows at the time weren't worth much you could get five of them for two little cents and even as inexpensive and seemingly insignificant as they were God knew everything about the sparrow he didn't forget not one of them he doesn't forget not one of them he said indeed the very hairs on your head are all numbered can you imagine when you combed your hair those who still have hair when you combed your hair this morning Morning, the number of hair that came out on the comb and the brush. Can you imagine that God had to do the mathematical calculation so that he would know how many hairs are left in your head as they began to grow overnight as you slept? He had to adjust the mathematical calculation so that he would know the new number of hair in your head. And every day as you go throughout the day, you lose a hair here, you lose a hair there. He He's adjusting the mathematical calculation so that he always has an exact count of the number of hair in your head. He's interested in that minute a detail about your life and you think he will forget you. He even knows every time you cry a tear in the midnight hour when you're all alone in the car on your job in that quiet secret place and you cry a tear he says he bottles up the tears that fall from your eye ducts he knows the number of hair that are on your head he knows every detail about your life he will not ever no not ever will he forget you he will not forget you he will not forsake you he will not abandon you he has not neglected you you can't tick him off so much so that he walks away from you there is nothing you do that makes him ashamed to call you his child that makes him ashamed to be called your God he loves you with an everlasting undying perfect love the truth of the matter is you are so precious to God he does not see you like you see yourself isn't that a blessing all by itself God knows your name I know you go into the midst of a crowded room and if someone knows your name you feel like you have been accepted and you feel like you belong and sometimes you go into the midst of a crowded room and you just feel like a number in the midst
midst of a sea of people, but I'm telling you of all the billions of people that have ever lived upon the face of this earth, God knows your name. Yes, your name, your name. He knows your name. He doesn't mix you up with me. You might sound like your sister and look like your mother. You might look like your brother and sound like your father, but he knows your name. You might have an identical twin, but he knows your name. You are not forgotten. He knows your name. He is a father to the fatherless, a friend to the friendless. He gives hope to the hopeless, and he knows my name. If he said that he would do it, it will come to pass. God has not forgot about you, no. God has not forgot. Quiet, hear me say are not forgotten. You are not forgotten. He knows your name. He knows your name. He knows the one your mother gave you. He knows the nickname you use on a daily basis. He knows your name. He knows the name he has given to you. He knows your name. And the truth of the matter is the blessing of it all. He knows your name. He understands your makeup and he loves you anyhow. He keeps on loving you with an undying, unwavering, unconditional, perfect love. How deep and how broad and how high is the love of God? How wide and expansive is this great love that he loves us with? You can't do anything to get outside of the reach of the realm of God's love. There is nothing you have done, nothing you have said, no thought you have thought that offends God so much that he withdraws his love. You say, but you don't know the thoughts that I have thought. It doesn't matter. God knows your thoughts. He knows them afar off before you even think them. And he loves you anyway. He has not forgotten you. He has not abandoned you. I know it feels like you've been going through this for a long time. You prayed about it for a long time and you wonder how long, how long will I continue to have to endure? How long will I suffer through this affliction? Has God really, uh, does God really know that I am here? Does God really understand that I've been waiting for a long time? But he does know and he understands and he has not forgotten you. He will not leave you, not abandon you. No, not 
forever. I, I don't have any concern that he will forget you. Now I'm challenging you that you not forget him. He said, beware lest you forget God. Don't ever forget God. Don't ever forget who it is that brought you through the trials and tribulations of life, who carried you through the afflictions, got you through the wilderness, brought you through the storms of life, who walked with you and talked with you and comforted you. Don't ever forget the one that helped you and, and protected you, shielded you and became your buckler and your high tower and your defense. Don't ever forget God. Don't ever forget when you need a shelter from the storm that the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous can run into it and be safe. Don't ever forget that we have shelter in Christ Jesus. Don't ever forget that God gives you victory in the midst of all of your afflictions. He promises to deliver you out of every one of them all. Don't ever forget that the victory God gives to the people of God is absolute. He said, thanks be unto God who always causes me to triumph through Christ Jesus. This is not a sometimes victory. This is not a most times victory, but this is an absolute always victory in Christ Jesus. He always causes me to triumph through Christ Jesus, my Lord. Don't ever forget that he has made you the head and not the tail above only and not beneath the lender and not the borrower. Don't ever forget that you are always on his mind. Don't ever forget that he knows the thoughts that he thinks towards you and they are thoughts of good and not thoughts of evil to give you an expected end to bring you to into the expanse of the will that he has set out for your life. Don't ever forget that he is the source of your strength and the strength of your life. Don't ever forget that he is the light of your salvation and he is your hope and your peace and your joy. Don't ever forget who he is in your life and what he has promised to do for you. Don't you forget God. I am sure and certain and absolutely fully persuaded that God will never, no, not ever, will he forget you. Don't forget the benefits that he has given unto you. In Psalms 103, the many benefits that he has enumerated for us, he says, forget not all of his benefits. He forgives all of your iniquities. He heals all of your diseases. He redeems your life from destruction. He crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. He satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Don't you ever forget God because I am certain he has never and will not ever forget you. You need to be in remembrance of the things of God. May God give you a song upon your lips and his word in your heart that you meditate on him both day and night without ceasing that you might be like the tree planted by the rivers of water that will bring forth your fruit in its season. But you need to concentrate and meditate on him. The one that has promised never to forget you. May you never ever forget him. May you never cease to keep him ever before you. May you never cease to honor his name, to bless him and to expect great things from him. I anticipate the supernatural intervention of God in my life. I expect signs and wonders and miracles. I expect him to intervene. I expect him to work it out. I expect him to show up even when it looks like it's hopeless and it looks like it can't be done. God specializes in things that seem utterly impossible to man. He is the one who specializes and I thank him that I've never brought him a problem that he couldn't handle, never gave him a problem that stumped him, never showed him an issue that he didn't have power to resolve. I thank God there's never been a deadline 
that was uh, that was impossible for him to fix. Even if you've gone beyond the deadline, he's the fixer. He is the fixer of all things. Time belongs to God. He can back up time and hold the sun still. He can reverse and undo and he can change things that cannot be unchanged and unchanged things that cannot be altered. I thank him that he is the Lord God Almighty, the creator of the ends of the earth, all powerful, almighty, nothing that he cannot do. And he has set his affection upon me and promised that he will not ever, no, not ever, will he forget me. My challenge to you today is that you, as he has promised of you to never forget you, my challenge is that you will never, no, not ever forget God. Always keep him on your mind. Always meditate on him day and night. Never, ever forget that he loves you with an everlasting love. If he said it, he will do it. And if he spoke it, he will bring it to pass. Every time God said he would, he did and he will. He is faithful and he is just and he is holy and he is righteous and he will never, ever, ever forget you. God has not forgotten. Dear God, we thank you for this day and we honor you for your loving kindness and tender mercies. I am so humbled to understand and to know that one such as you loves one such as me. Thank you for looking beyond my faults, for meeting my needs, for doing exceeding abundantly above all that I could ask, think, or even imagine. I thank you, God, that we have never given you a problem or an issue that you could not resolve, never stumped you by anything going on in our life. Thank you that nothing has caught you by surprise. I thank you, dear God, that none can contend with you. None can compare to you. There is none likened unto you. I thank you that you have showed us through your word and through your works that you are the Lord and that is your name. And we promise, dear God, that we will not give your glory to another. We bow before you today and we honor you, Father. You are Lord. You are God. You are holy. You are worthy. The heavens declare your glory. And this morning we join with all of the inhabitants of heaven and we say, holy, 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 Lord God almighty, which was and is and is to come. The whole earth is full of your glory. Be glorified in this place today. Be glorified in our hearts and remind every believer that you have not ever forgotten them. You will never leave them nor forsake them. We bind the hand of the enemy that comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The enemy that tries to speak doubt and fear into the hearts of man to tell them that you have forgotten them and you have forsaken them. We speak life and faith and healing over everyone listening to this recording, Father, and we thank you for the salvation of those who are lost, for the deliverance of those who are bound, for the healing of those who are sick, for the victory of those who are going through the valley and the shadow of darkness. We thank you, God, that you have delivered and you have made whole, that you have redeemed and you have healed, that you have brought out and you have restored. We thank you for being a miracle worker. We thank you, dear God, for delivering us from the plight of our enemy and for canceling the assignment of the evil one. We lift this prayer to the only wise God, our Savior, to the one who has promised to hear us from heaven, to answer before we call, to listen as we give our plea unto you. And we thank you, dear God, that you have not forgotten. Now help us that we 
never forget God who has promised to never forget us. In the blessed name of the only wise God, our Savior, we lift this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. We thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Until next time.